This past Sunday, Pentecost, we completed a beautiful season, which was, consists of both the Lent and Easter. Right in the middle of that Lent and Easter was the Holy Week and the special Triduum. It started in February and now it's June. The Lord gave us this special gift of showing us what he intended to do. He wished to save us. He wished to redeem us. He wished to justify us. He wished to divinize us. That's what he wanted to do. So he showed us along the way what he did for us as he not only suffered, died, but also rose again. And then he ascended to the Father to intercede for us. And then he gave us the gift of the Holy Spirit. This week, we resume what is known as the ordinary time. And during the ordinary time, and this is 10th week of the ordinary time, and what the Lord is doing is helping us to grasp and understand who we are to be as Christians living in this world. What are the characteristics of us who are living here? What the Lord has done for us, what he's preparing for us. And yesterday we celebrated, which we said in a beautiful way, um, Our Lady Mother of the Church. But because of that, there were special readings. But if it was go coming from the ordinary time, we would have heard in a gospel, the Beatitudes. That's the first, the teachings of Jesus, as it is known as a Sermon on the Mount. And what the Lord is telling us through the Beatitudes is that what the world thinks is important, what the world values as something special and to make us happy. There's the path by which the Lord gives us something that would make us truly happy, not just happy, but blessed. Something that would mean that we are favored by, fortunate. And what are those things which are seemingly fortunate that make us fortunate? It seems like they don't seem to be. The world would say happy are the, or blessed are the poor in spirit or blessed the poor in spirit. What does it mean that we are blessed when we just don't have the things that we are, the, the Old Testament is known, we're anawim, we're the, the poor, we just don't have the control over things. We're not able to do things. We're not able to have that freedom to do whatever we wish, whether because of economic situations or social situations or education, whatever it may be, whatever those things which are known as the advantages, as the blessings that the world has to offer. The Lord is saying to us that if you follow the path of Beatitudes, it is the path of Son of God. And at the end of the path of following the Lord Jesus is what makes us truly blessed, truly fortunate, truly happy, is to follow the path of God to God himself and to our paradise. And so what are those elements from that beatitude? Okay, uh, be blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. As a matter of fact, the Greek expression doesn't have and says are. It says blessed the poor in spirit. Blessed, fortunate. 
is not a statement, but is actually a, 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 an invitation to something greater, that which Christians already are. They may not possess all kinds of other things, material goods, great benefits, but because they were the ones who rely on God, they are blessed relying on God. And, and you know, the, the Greek expression spirit also means breath, as you know. Blessed are those uh, poor in the breath of life, the breath, the air, everything that seems to be constricting them, you know, not giving them that, that life. And those are truly fortunate. These are the ones who are to be to realize their condition because not because of themselves, but because of God, because of Christ, because the power of God, that God, he gives them the God, God gives them the life, the knowledge, the understanding, the relationship with the divine. It is not just, just having, knowing God, but is having a relationship with him. He comes into our aid when we can't breathe, when we cannot sustain ourselves, when we cannot have or provide for everything in our families, God reminds us that he will come with us to be, to console us, to be with us. And consolation is basically a relationship of someone who is close to us and who has the ability, the power to do so. So blessed are those who mourn, those who are meek, those who hunger for righteousness, those who are merciful, those who are pure of heart, all those blessed are peacemakers, those who are persecuted for, for the holiness sake, righteousness sake, holiness sake. The kingdom of God is theirs, merciful because uh, that they may obtain mercy. And also blessed are those who are persecuted, those who insult you, who persecute you order all kinds of lies and evils falsely against you. Why? Because your reward will be great in heaven. Um, isn't that something interesting what the Lord does? Because that was the path of the Son of God. He was insulted. He was rejected. He was persecuted. He was a peacemaker. And yet they made him to be uh, an outlaw. That's the path. And now what comes is an invitation to us. Uh, an invitation, a special invitation. Do we believe? Do we accept? Do we accept the teachings of the Son of God in our regards? Do we accept? Or do we sort of kind of say hesitate? or unsure, or afraid? Are we sort of kind of, kind of second-guessing, perhaps? The invitation is clear. This is the path by which you attain that which you wish and desire. The Greek word for this happiness or beatitude, this being fortunate, grace, blessed, is called makarios, makarios in Greek. And the makarios is that type of happiness by someone who, like a wafer, the one who's sailing and in the middle of the sea, and then he sees the land, the beautiful land. He is attaining that which he desired, which he longed for. 
to the joy of someone who was going up, like in Jerusalem, where people were walking to the Jerusalem temple. And, and their eyes are filled with joy. They know something. They're coming through, from through the deserts. They come and they see the beautiful temple. And they're coming and arriving at it. You know, the, uh, the, the Spanish word, bien ava, I just, just I will mispronounce it at this moment. That be good adventure. That's how beatitudes are called, the adventure, the be good adventure, the something that God is actually leading us to. And so, uh, so this is what we have today. Jesus continues. Not only says to us that we will be Makarios, will be happy, will be happy with God's light, with God's grace, with God's love, with God's knowledge. We'll be happy with this, with the beatitude, because he will give us himself. But today, in a special way, he says to us that you, that we are, we are the salt of the earth. And then he says, the light of the world. Salt, as you know, if you eat something without salt, you taste it right away. This doesn't exactly to, to taste too good. So you want to add some salt to things which otherwise would not taste too well. And, and, and so uh, Jesus says that you are light, you are salt of the earth, which means one is Christians give special quality to human life on earth, special quality. When people are miserable, complaining and bitter and you know, divided, whatever it is, Christians give something that makes their burdensome life taste better. It gives them quality. And why? Because we have the source that makes people happy, no matter what the, uh, they are. If they're stuff, stuck in sin, we know there's forgiveness and mercy. If, if they're really miserable because they feel misunderstood, and we say Jesus too was misunderstood and yet he overcame. They're divided among themselves fighting. The Lord can provide us with a harmony and understanding. So this is what Jesus is saying. You are the salt of the earth that makes human life somehow taste better, somehow to become better. Somehow you provide for that. So he says, well, it seems like you don't need that many much salt to make a difference. And yet where does our happiness comes from the Lord? So we can do that. Where does our knowledge of forgiveness and mercy come from? From the Lord who has shared this with us. So where does our, our gifts come from is the Lord. And we know from the Eucharist, from reading of the scriptures, from contemplation. So we become the salt of the earth. And then the Lord says also to us, and you're the light of the world, light. A city on the mountaintop uh, will manifest itself where it is, but it shines from a distance. You can see from a distance, Christians likewise, is to be the light of the world. And light, not only that there's a light that we are to receive from Jesus, who is the light of the world himself. He shares with us his light. He shares with us the knowledge of the truth, and that's light, wisdom, knowledge of, of, of the values of, of you know, Christian values for human society. 
guidance. You know, the Lord is guiding us to that light because we see the opposite. If there's no light, if the lights are off, I mean, there's sometimes during winter or sometimes, you know, because of that, there's nothing. If you don't have a flashlight, you don't know where you're going. There's nothing. You don't know you're bumping along the wall or you stick your hands and try to see where you are so you don't bump your head, you know, and, and, and so because it's complete darkness. And so the Lord says, you are to provide that light for human society. You are to be that light where you show the people who are in darkness, who don't know what to do, who are confused, bumping their heads and falling down and, and tripping. You are to provide that light so they can see the path. They can see the, 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 the place where they are. You show where everything is. That's incredible gift that the Lord is giving us. And this is why we are to, to say, thank you, Lord, for making me or giving me first of all the gift of the light that I can carry your light. And secondly, that I, by my way of living, being, uh, my behavior, I provide that, 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 uh, that path by which only those who receive light walk and is so visible. So being the light of the world. And then the Lord says even more is that you will, you will be able to enlighten the society, human society that the world in which right now, as I see more and more, there's a darkness creeping in, being because the reason the, the, the people have forgotten God or have rejected him, rejected his, his revelation. So therefore, they're walking into darkness, deeper and deeper darkness. And so the role of Christians, again, those who are really aware, not just in name, but truly aware of their role, is that they will have, they have to help others to see so they are like walking with a lamp because the lamp that Jesus speaks of is like a walking lamp. You take it in your hands, wherever you go, you enlighten the environment where you are and you can see, and it's not just for you to see, but it's for others to see. If you carry the lamp, others will start to seeing where, wherever it is, you know, whether you're in the kitchen, so you know where everything is in the kitchen or wherever you go or outside. So you are the bearers of light, light bearers, truly bearing the life of Christ. And so this is what we have today. The Lord is really inviting us to one, is to walk the path, the path of, of following the Lord, truly being blessed by the Beatitudes, that we embrace the Beatitudes of Jesus himself, and this way, in this way, we'll attain that fullness of happiness in God. And then how we are to be. And we'll continue to receive these teachings every day from the chapter 5 of Matthew's Gospel, where it is the, the, the Sermon on the Mount. And then it continues as we'll hear how the Lord is wishing to guide and teach us in different ways. So let our ears be sort of attentive. What is the Lord saying to me today? How am I to be? How am I to live to being the salt of the earth and light of the world? How am I to be to manifest the true beatitude? How am I to be as today we see in the Old Testament, you know, Elijah and the widow from Zarephath and she has nothing. There's a great drought and this drought will last two years and the brooks went dry. Elijah goes to Zarephath and the window says, that's all I have, one more meal and we'll die. There's nothing else. And yet Elijah 
who has been sent by the Lord. He says, no, God will provide. But how? There's not, there's not enough flour, there's not enough oil, there's not enough of anything. And somehow God will provide. God will provide our poverty. God will provide that which we absolutely need somehow. It's not that we know everything how, but somehow God will do. And so as, as, the, as today's that first reading from the book of Kings, it says, and it says, the jar of flour shall not go empty, nor the jug of oil run dry, until the day when the Lord sends rain upon the earth, and the Lord replenish again natural, natural gifts. So this is the invitation for us, a deep and profound trust, trust in the path of Makarios, how to truly be fortunate, blessed, to be filled with the knowledge of that adventure that God sends us to, adventure of grace, love, mercy. Those are the gifts. And then secondly, how to be the light, the assault of the earth and the light of the world and attain salvation and future glory. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.